Welcome to Abuela en Acción. My name is Dr. Rosemary Alston, and I'm here with my co-host, Marie Dahlstrom. Thank you for joining us today and to our new series, Nuestra Sabridara, Unwrapping Our Stories for Soul-Filled Living. As we begin the second module of Unwrapping Our Stories, Marie and I are placing a spotlight on Indigenous people in our lives and around the world, giving grace and respect for the many ways of knowing and gifts they left behind. Let me first explain what we're referring to. If you take a family tree and its beginning of growth and development inside the soil, deep beneath that ground, that base of the roots start to take shape. Soon after, the branches begin to grow. Depending on the challenges of the weather conditions and climate, that tree begins to develop into something spectacular. Here lies the inquiry. Where did it come from? What is that story behind our family's roots and history? Our indigenous people see a person from a holistic lens, physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual. The core of their belief system and understanding is we are all interconnected in life in our relationships to Mother Earth, our communities, and all the beings and activities that surround us. This worldview values a deeper respect for all things with an understanding that our own wellness and wholeness resides, in fr resides from how well we choose to make this journey. Take, for example, the Círculo de Hombres, the Circle of Men, a group in San Diego, California, which uses an indigenous-based framework. Men of this cultural group heal, and they rehumanize themselves through Maya, Inaya, indigenous-based concepts and teaching, helping them work through intergenerational trauma and dehumanization from colonization. A study on the group reported that reconnecting with indigenous worldviews was overwhelmingly successful in helping Chicano, Latino, and indigenous men heal. In the book, The Seven Circles of Wellness and Indigenous Teaching for Living, well written by wellness advocates, Elsie Luger and Tosh Collins, provides insight into wellness and ancestral teachings, sharing treasured wisdom. The book provides a worldview of looking at wellness through the parts of their families, their communities, and culture. The model includes movement, land, community, ceremony, sacred space, sleep, and food. According to the authors, the seven circles of wellness addresses healthy lifestyles that an ind individual needs to live a balanced life. Here's a true story of an illustrated, uh, an illustrated story from a mother. Anna was the mother of five children, four boys and one girl. This mother worked tirelessly to raise her children as a single parent. She had no formal education and remained unable to read or write or even in her own native language and yet was able to teach her children how to survive using their hands showed them how to respect the land 
and its rich resources, such as gardening of their food, taking care of their home by teaching them insulating their walls with hay. Her daughter was taught these same things as well, but had a gift for sewing, cooking, caregiving for people in the community. The family worked as one, and even though their mother could not read or write, she played the guitar by ear, sang, created her own songs, shared stories of her ancestors who came from Mayan roots and the traditional ways of knowing. She taught her children several languages, which included Spanish, a native dialect, along with sign language, because their grandfather had lost his hearing as an infant. Her children grew into successful, compassionate, loving adults. She saw the fruits of her teachings and motherhood by the educational professions they chose. She had no idea that she was the true teacher from within who planted the first seeds in her children and nurtured their souls. This mother used what she knew despite the barriers. She knew where she came from and was willing to see that her parents, her grandparents before her, provided her ways of knowing on creative ways on how to survive. We are talking about these amazing traditional practices that become part of who we are and are shared through our families, our communities, from generation to generation. According to Sherry Moraga, a quote, kinship with the land is never separated from the significance of a community, lover, and a child. Indeed, tierra completes the circle, for upon death we, in, we are interred and eventually become one with the earth. We all have our stories. We have our stories of our familias. We have our stories of our ancestors, nuestros antepasados. We have stories of our cultura and our communities. I love the power of this quote that the Zapatistas spoke of. Quisieron enterarnos, pero no sabían que éramos semillas. They wanted to bury us. They didn't know that we were that we are seeds. Gloria Ansaldua called us the masses of people who are forced to live on the borderlines of dominant culture, who have a sixth sense, and that sixth sense was developed as a strategy for survival. We learned early on how to not listen to ourselves. We live in a cultura that wants to keep us busy and continually posts barriers to prevent we people of color, we brown and black people from thriving. But we, um, we have an opportunity to come back to ourselves, to come back to our ancestors and to begin to listen to what the voices are telling us and those semillas that we have that can strengthen us. Because when we no longer experience ourselves as a participating part of the universe, which dominant culture uh, uh, 
views the universe as separate from us. When we lose a sense that we're part of a community that needs us just as much as we need it, when we pull ourselves out of the awareness of one thing's the oneness of all things, we are afraid and we feel fear. And that's what many of us are feeling. Anxiety, uncertainty. What does the future hold? What about climate? What about uh, our democracy, our civil rights? What about gun violence? So much that we fear. We live in a society that wants us to forget our inner knowing, our divine. And there's actually freedom in returning to our deep inner knowing, the knowing of our ancestors. The knowledge and wisdom of ancient ways has been slumbering in our souls, awaiting a time to be reawakened. An Australian Aboriginal writer has said, Modern ecology can learn a great deal from people who managed and maintained their world so well for 50,000 years. In so, each of our <laughs> Go ahead, Rose. <laughs> In each of our episodes, we will be talking about the importance of a daily practice and writing with meditation and reflection being central and core to these sessions. It's important for you to know to get those creative juices going. Writing can be a healing activity. Daily practice can include anything from taping your voice on the phone and a couple of sentences to start a story or to start a poem, drawing, writing music, sewing, any activity that provides your mind with a different place to be. I am going to give you a, an example of a prompt using what this session is in terms of I am from. We are, we have an opportunity here to really reflect back. So please bear with me. Here I go. I am from. What do these words mean? Where does it take you? Imagine that your family is represented in that tree that we spoke about in the beginning. What is the history behind that tree? What does it look like? Where did it come from? I am from the desert where saguaro cactuses grow abundantly with precious pink and yellow flowers that bloomed, if only for a minute. I am from the sunsets that are breathtaking with all its wondrous colors, like a portrait of a painting that appeared before my eyes. I am from una familia who understood that what work ethic meant, with a father who worked three jobs, a mother who was a nurse while raising seven children and never complained. I am from la tierra who allowed me to make mud pies in the rain and play sports with my siblings outside all year, raised on an evaporated cooler, who somehow never minded the heat in those days. I am from abuelos who understood their history and would part words of wisdom 
who created a cocina where if there was nothing in the refrigerator, they still created a feast. I am from using all of my senses, entering that home with my abuelos who were making tortillas hot off the press. We would eat them con mantequilla and a fresh pot of beans simmering in the background while mariachi music was being played. I am from a history of people that have lifted me and told me to never give up on my dreams and hope that they help carry for me. Rosemary, that is beautiful. And I think that our listeners would agree that we can smell, we can taste those frijoles, those fresh tortillas, and the power, the power of your ending, a history of people that lifted you up and are continue to be for, there for you. And we all have these stories. We all do. And Rosemary and I encourage you, use the prompt and write your own story. Tell your own story. I am from, that was beautiful, Rosemary. Thanks, Marie. So we're going to end now with meditation and reflection. Um, taking time for deep and slow breathing, reflection, meditation, or prayer are important soul-filled living or joy-filled living. It's not something we're used to in our busy lives, but as Rosemary said so eloquently, that when we engage in creative activities, whatever they are, let the silence sit and we listen to our intuition and we quiet our minds down so much it so much is um we that we can tap into and um and to know who we are and the strength in our in, in our souls so Please get comfortable. You're welcome to have your eyes open or closed. I'm going to take a few moments here to settle into our bodies, to notice what is here. Is there tension, relaxation, some pain, pleasure, or a neutral feeling? your body. Be aware of your body's sensations, sounds, and breathing. Take a deep breath in and out. Again, breathe in and out. And begin deepening your awareness of who you really are. Call to mind your connection to your parents, 
and through them, best you can, your abuelos, grandparents, and other family members and ancestors. What do you know about your ancestral heritage? What do you not know? What do you know about the places that your ancestors called home? What memories come up for you? What parts of the story are fuzzy, unknown? What parts? have been hidden, denied, buried, left out. Allow yourself to feel what comes up for you in doing this reflection. Name and note the emotions, even those hard emotions. Honor them, let them go. Name and note the sensations in your body. Recognize them. Simply let them go. Noe Harjo, in her poem, Granddaughters, says, I was a thought, a dream, fish, wing, and then a human being when I emerged from my mother's river on my father's boat of potent fever and carried a set of dreams from a starlit dwelling to be opened when I begin bleeding there's a red dress, deerskin moccasins, case of berries made of promises. While the memories shift in their skins, every moon to do their ripening. We are honored to have you join us here on Abuelas en Acción. And join us next time as we continue our series drawing from our genuine selves, drawing from our strength, drawing from our beautiful past, our familia, our antepasados, our cultura. We genuinely appreciate you being with us during this time 
and we thank our wonderful sponsor, Amelia in Portland, Oregon, for their commitment to Abuelas. Gracias.